0: Okay. Well, uh here we, here we are. Benedict. Yeah, it's um, happened first episode. Yeah, first first episode of of the Slow and Steady podcast. So, um I yeah, I guess let's let's start at the beginning. Um
1: who are we and why are we doing this? Yeah, definitely. Do you want to start like give a short introduction or do you want me to go first?
0: Uh, you, go go for it. Go ahead, man.
1: Okay. So my name's Benedict Diker. Um, I'm not going to try to spell that. If you're interested, in, <laughs> just just look on the website or whatever. Um, I'm a software engineer, and um, these days I my time is basically split between consulting and uh, working on my own product together with my amazing co-founders. Um, it's called Userlist.io. And it's a tool for software-as-a-service companies to help with all their post-sign-up messaging with their customers. So, in a way, it's simpler than uh, customer I/O, but way easier than building something on your own. Yeah, that's that's like the short version.
0: <laughs> cool. Who, who, are you, who are those co-founders? Oh, yeah, the
1: co-founders are uh, Claire Sollentrop and Jane Portman. Um,
0: yeah. Excellent.
1: Both and,
0: um, I'll, I'll try to be as, uh, as brief. That was really well done. Um, my name is Brian Ray and I do uh, product and development consulting for startups. Um, also intending to split my time between consulting services and working on a SaaS product on the side. Um, but not, not nearly as, uh, <laughs> not making as much progress as I would, as I would want to, um, currently doing <clears throat> part of me, uh, working on it without, uh, co-founders. And so, but what, so what I'll just kind of segue into how we ended up here. Benedict is that, um, I'm doing a, a podcast, um, with early stage founders and folks who work with early stage founders, and my very first guest was Jane Portman. Um, third guest was Claire Solentrop, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was it was through them uh, that that Benedict and I uh, kind of connected, and I had reached out and said, "Hey, any any interest in doing a Build It In Public podcast um, where we just share the journey and bring people along with us?" And so we had about a 30 minute conversation last week and we thought yeah let's do it and yeah, so definitely. here we are this is this, this is, is episode happening. 1 <laughs> we'll we'll see
1: what's what's really fun about this is that we basically don't know each other yet right
0: <laughs> that's right
1: we've met we we don't each, know each other internet, yet. Uh, but that's about it right
0: <laughs> yeah that that is about it. So I I think that'll be fun um along the way is I mean not only getting to know each other better how each other thinks but getting uh getting some input on yeah on yeah some some feedback and advice along the way on on what 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 exactly it is we're we're doing how we're spending our time. So Benedict how about how about you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about uh what you're what you're working on right now? You, Briefly mention what Userlist is, but what's what uh, what are, what are your goals for it, and where where do y'all stand right now?
1: Yeah, so um, we started a journey with Userlist almost two years ago already. Uh, time flies. I think it was uh, late 2017. Um, back then, uh, Jane and I were working on her first software as a service product called Tiny Reminder and uh, but like it was quite clear that it wouldn't be like a huge success and uh, didn't make a lot of progress back then and she got an offer to sell it and okay um, that was like i think for her it was like the moment of relief like (laughs) just seeing a way out of this uh inspired her to think about new stuff and uh, one of the problems she ran into with time reminder back then was that there wasn't a good way to um, basically do customer messaging and even just get an idea about who your customers are. Uh, and of course like there are options like intercom and stuff who do similar things, but like, especially, especially for an early stage product, they are way too expensive. And um, that's, that's where the, uh, the idea for user list uh, came from and um when the sale went through uh, she basically asked me and uh, claire if we want to join her building this new this new product and mm. it took me a few days but <laughs> ultimately the experience uh, working with her was so much fun that it was kind of a no-brainer to uh, to just jump in and do it and since then it's been an interesting journey um with a lot of challenges but um if things go well, we're about to launch in like two weeks after this recording. So I, I don't know when this episode will be live, but like probably close to it. Yeah. And um, yeah, excited to finally get it out the door.
0: How are you? How are you feeling about that launch date?
1: Uh, actually, quite good, uh, which is probably a sign that we waited too long. <laughs> <laughs> but like the product is is up and running for a couple of months now it's it's sending emails it's working working like it should and it's uh-huh. mostly just like a marketing thing the launch now at this at this stage just basically updating the marketing website to point to the sign up page instead of the pre pre um pre sign up uh, waiting list uh, so yeah i, I feel, i'm feeling good uh, about it
0: <laughs> good then that's good so you you're doing you're all doing pre-launch signups are any of those people or, or like how, how are you doing beta testing right now
1: um we like initially we started um like pre-selling it uh very early on like even before we built a product we, we started pre-selling it and got some I, I think it was like five people interested in 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 getting into the product and after that we actually built it and then started inviting them and um, once they were kind of working we started emailing the mailing list and asking people to join and um since about two months or so one month i don't quite remember but uh, we basically opened up the signups but it's still behind that um Join our mailing list form, so the first email you get when you sign the mail sign up for the mailing list is a link where you can sign up. Um, so it's kind of open.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it's but and it's been that it's been that way for how long?
1: Probably a month or so. I don't quite remember okay. the exact date, but um, yeah, uh, it's interesting to see like uh, people creating accounts without ever talking to us. Because before mm-hmm. that, we would also do like a demo and basically handhold every customer through the journey, yeah. through the sign-up process. But when we made that change, we stopped doing that, and um, yeah, some people actually sign up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, congr- congrats! Or I mean, you know, like launching, launching is a it's a milestone. It's also kind of the easy part, right? Like. Now the now the real fun begins. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> getting, definitely. Uh, getting getting traction now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and me personally, I'm basically clueless. Like the milestone is like, is a good like uh, the the launch is a good milestone, but like I'm not, I have no idea what we're going to do afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what what should we should well, we be working? Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who, who is going to, like, how, how are y'all going to manage that, um, like the product management side of things and fielding, fielding support requests and prioritizing development work?
1: Um, we're currently just, like, working on all of it together, more or less. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jane's definitely the, the, the product owner, so to say. Um, yeah. she, she has the vision and um, comes up, like, with a lot of concepts and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. But we are still all involved in in doing customer support, and even like during, during development, uh, sometimes I just come up with an idea myself, and then we tweak it, tweak it together to to make it yep. work. so it's very much a shared shared effort. <laughs> yeah Good deal. So, so yeah, uh, why don't you tell a little bit more about uh, your your product?
0: Uh, yeah. So I, the thing that I've, that I have, um, launched and, and have been building is called feature audit, uh, And it, it came out of, uh, uh, an article from Des trainer that I read a number of years ago, um, that just connected to a personal experience. I had had many times, um, running product for a couple of different startups, and then in some of the you know consulting and freelancing that I was doing, um, seeing it with my with my clients as well, which is just the idea of uh, you're sitting in a sitting in a meeting and somebody's like, how, you know, how often does somebody actually use that thing right there? And it, it what's surprising is how many analytics tools exist right now, and yet how difficult it is to just get that one question answered. That particular uh, feature are most of the people using it most of the time they log in, or are very few of the people using it every time they log in, or is everybody using it but only seasonally? Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting to that answer. Uh, and so, there's a really great article by Des Trainer, <laughs> ironically, of Intercom, who you guys are, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of. Going, going after in a in an interesting way um, that just kind of pointed that pointed that out uh, that this is you know that's the sort of something that you need to be able to answer. So feature audit is I talked about this with Jane. Um, it, it's it's meant to intentionally underdo all of the other analytics tools that are mm-hmm. on the market right now. Um, you could you could get to this answer. Um, that I'm trying to get to uh, th- with feature audit. You could get to it with Google Analytics or other overpriced tools like intercom and so on. Um, but what I'm trying to do is just make it a vi- uh, like visually um, obvious in um, like one simple visual chart that plots all of your um, all the, the features that you connect to feature audit ed an x and y um, graph, you know where uh, across the bottom it's uh, um, across the bottom it's it's uh, frequency of use and you know up, up and down it's it's popularity. And so um, anyway, so that's 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 what I'm working on. Where I am completely stuck, and the the challenge I've been trying to to solve is you know doing uh, doing consulting work full time and finding time to uh, to to keep feature audit moving forward. And so yeah um, uh, yeah, i've I've tried I've tried all kinds of different combinations, um, just blocking out Friday on my calendar and saying this is my twenty percent time or whatever. Um, I've tried outsourcing um, uh, outsourcing a fair bit of it uh, that that doesn't really that doesn't really work. So this is my this is my main struggle and I, and I know it's one that a lot of a lot of uh, makers and indie hackers and everything struggle with as well is the the time management aspect of it. yeah um, yeah it's just because it's hard to finding it really hard to uh, build, build up momentum you know like get you get into the code and like refamiliarize yourself with things and start to make some progress and then like you went you win a good project which is awesome i have a mortgage <laughs> yeah um and then and then feature audit gets put off to the side for a little while um and so so that's where that's where i'm at uh i would love to I think the other thing I'll say about it is, you know, I want to, I want to get it far enough along to know if there's actually something there or not. Mm I I'm, I'm interested in doing this podcast with you um, and just, you know, following our stories over the next, however long we stick with this. Um, But I am, you know, I'm not married to feature audit being the thing. Um, I'm, I'm in, I'm, most interested in just recording the journey along the way of yeah, how you yeah. discover if it is or not. Um, you know, there's you know a couple of other uh, potential problems that I'd be interested in validating. You know that that aren't necessarily aren't necessarily feature audit. Yeah, um, but it's it's certainly the one that I've done the most validation on, um, and uh, it's I would love to get a little bit further in in testing it.
1: Mm. Is this like, is feature audit like the first time you try to build a product on your own or do you have a track? No, of like,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would not, I would not call myself a full, a full stack developer um, just because like my, the amount of Googling and trial and error that I have to do on the back end is extremely, <laughs> but full stack full stack enough that um i mean i can i can get it functional and get it and get it together so this is not the first thing that i've um you know built all on my own it is the first it, it's it's probably the furthest along in terms of uh you know I, yeah, I guess that's just to say it, and just in terms of as much the effort that I've as I've put into it, um, and how close it is to, to being ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, for for yeah, for the earliest earliest people to start kicking it around. So,
1: pretty cool. Um, so, what's like what's missing, like uh, what's missing to 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 get some validation and people using it and maybe paying for it?
0: Yeah. Yes. Excellent question. (laughs) Um, and so, well, so, uh, I've, I've opened it and closed it, you know, to registrations a couple of times over the past year and a half and, um, and have, have gotten, you know, some people to sign up, um, you know, through, uh, just finding it in random places where it's been mentioned, uh, at this point, um, even some of those people signing up for paid accounts. Um, and so, uh, but, but the reason that I've shut it back down and what I'm waiting for right now is that there are some, uh, there, there are some fundamental bugs, um, with the actual, with, the, with the graph, with the core competency, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, of the, of the application. And so, um, that, that I, that I knew were there that I have known have been there, but that aren't straightforward solutions, mm-hmm. um, but I had gone ahead and just opened it up a handful of times previously, just to, to see, okay, does the initial pitch on the marketing page make sense? Are people willing to go through a trial? Are they then willing to, um, you know, convert to paid? Um, how's what's what's that looking like? And uh, you know, percentages percentages of those conversions are within like industry benchmarks. Um, but, you know, pretty quickly, you know, getting, you know, feedback and support requests of, uh, Hey, this, this looks like it's not exactly working right. So <laughs> yeah, okay. Shut, shutting it down uh, or not shutting it down, but, you know, closing it, closing yeah. it back up to yeah. open signups. So, so those that that's it, Benedict is there a couple of, yeah a couple of fundamental issues with that graph that, that isn't like a, it's not like a, you know, three hours, you know, put your head down, Brian kind of, uh, fix, um, feels more like I need a solid three straight fully focused days Mm. to try, you know, a batch of different uh, things on this. And it's just been very, very hard for me to, to either to find that time or I think more, more so than finding that time, giving myself, you know, the, the mental permission to, Mm-hmm. put client work aside and not work on the consulting thing for for that anyway yeah so yeah great great yeah great question um and helpful for me to to talk through that and think through it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so are you fully booked these days with consulting engagements or how, how does your time look like
0: yeah well so um i've right now i have i have work um, which is, so that's, which is good, but I'm not nearly as solidly booked, um, as I have been for, uh, for a while now. And so I'm, I'm kind of not kind of, I am, <laughs> you know, talking myself through, all right, we're going to intentionally underbook August. Mm. Um, and, uh, and maybe even September and be comfortable with that. Um, because I'm going to be, you know, putting time and a little bit of, you know, outsourcing um, budget aside for some of the, like, the, the deeper, like, back end DevOps. Uh, hey, uh, optimize this database query for me. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. that, like, that sort of work. And, and I'll be over here, like, you know, hacking on JavaScript and fixing the way that this graph looks. But I need you to, you know, solve this part of the thing or work with me on solving this part of the thing. Mm. so that's like a that's a double it's a double uh double whammy there to say i'm gonna take on intentionally take on less consulting work which will be making less and I'm going to intentionally you know allocate some money yeah um to spend so that's it's like a you know it's a double thing that that it all truly just comes down to just the mental the mental aspect of it
1: yeah yeah i I totally get that it's always nicer when the like the bank balance increases instead of. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah 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 well and it's a it's even a funny thing too like to uh to say all right you know before i even you know when i first started consulting and um to say yeah we've got you know we've got a, a some some margin set aside we have you know months and months of savings in the bank um but the funny thing is like it's it's been there for for you know for a, a long while and to, to the point where like it feels permanent where like yes. i don't even want to use it for its intended purposes yes. <laughs> i'm like no i'm super comfortable with the fact that 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 margin and buffer is there and and so i never want to touch it yes <laughs> um
1: <laughs> i totally get the feeling
0: yeah so wh- what if uh, how did you set time aside Um, Or how, how did you go? Yeah. How did you go about um, when you said yes to Jane? All right, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's do, let's do user list. How did you uh, work out setting that time aside to put the effort in?
1: Um, Like for us, it was clear from the start that it would be a side effort for all of us for at least quite some time. Um, So we all allocated like, I don't know, I think in the beginning was like two days a week or so that we would focus on on user lists and then have the other days for consulting work. Um, Eventually, uh, Claire had to do some more consulting work, so she reduced her involvement a little bit and is mostly in an advisor role these days. But I'm really hoping that she'll be back on eventually. Um, (laughs) But like Jane and I were still like, let's say 50-50 between... uh, Consulting and um, and not working on the product, even though like Jane and, and both Jane and I focused a little bit more on the product in the in the last couple of weeks, and we're hoping to to keep doing this. Um, but like as as you mentioned, like that buffer in the bank account. I don't want it to go away. So <laughs> eventually, there has to be there. There has to get some more money money in there. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's always a, a struggle to to balance like both both sides of the story, um, because like as you said, like there are sometimes like certain features or changes take so much mental energy that it's it's hard to pull them off. Just with one day a week or two days with a one week. One or two days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm struggling with this as, as well. So mm-hmm. I can totally relate to your situation. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, if there is a listener out there who has figured this out, <laughs> <laughs> please please feel free to either shout really, really loud um, at your stereo so that we can hear it or just simply reach out uh, over Twitter. Or <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, you did I hear that right? You're like 50 50 right now between the t-
1: yeah, mostly. I think right now it's a little, probably even a bit more focused on user list. Uh, I only have uh-huh. like one ongoing consulting engagement right now, and they reduced their commitment to basically a support contract. Okay, and that's that's not quite enough to cover my monthly expenses, but I, I I'm okay with that like for a while. Um, uh-huh. I definitely have to, to get, uh, to bring on another, like something else this year okay. to to make my revenue okay. goal for 2019.
0: <laughs> okay. So then you are, okay. So that just if, <laughs> to get into a specific then. So you, you are going to spend some of your time like looking for a, for an additional client or yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. All right. To be honest, I'm not like super focusing super hard on that part right now. But like, if something would come up that kind of fits my profile, I totally say yes to it. Just to okay, yeah, all just right. to keep keep okay. getting some money to pay the rent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's important. Yeah, it is. that's important. So, um, all right. So the the launch. Do you have a specific date? Uh. Circled on the calendar.
1: Uh, yes, we have a specific date circled on the calendar, but it's not announced yet. And as I'm okay. not sure All right. what what uh, date this episode will go live, I'm I'm not yeah sure sharing it. But it's like no, within the next couple of weeks.
0: Okay. Well, good good luck. Are there any? Um, are y'all basically in a code freeze, and you're going through with a fine tooth comb, or is there another? push of work that you're hoping to have
1: done and tested
0: prior Um, to
1: that launch? I feel like we're in a code freeze, at least from my Uh perspective. There are a couple of features that Jane would like to see finished before the launch date, but I don't know. To be honest, I don't feel like implementing them uh, in that relatively short amount of time. In that
0: short amount of time,
1: yeah. I'd rather go through everything and fix little small things. Like today, I just fixed a bunch of issues in GitHub and try to to iron out all the kings here and there. Yeah. And just make sure it's a smooth experience. Because like I've been bitten by late late minute deploys in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather have this version up and running for a couple of days. Yeah. So <laughs> that it's yeah. mostly working.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we are we've all been <laughs> We've all been bitten by that, by that yeah.
1: before. Yeah. So out of interest, um, what, what stack are you using for, like what tech stack are you using for feature audit?
0: It's on rails hosted on Heroku. I am not, I'm not currently using a JavaScript framework. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not going to go down that whole rabbit trail other than to say i I personally find that I work Um as quickly, if not more quickly, um, with without it. Although I am fascinated by Stimulus, um, mm-hmm. which is the uh, the Rails version of a, a front end framework. So that's what I'm that's what I'm on right now. Nice.
1: What about Userlist? Uh, Userlist is Rails as well in the back backend, um, but we are using Ember JS as front end framework. Yep. Yeah. Um, How long have you been using Ember? Uh, since before it was called Ember. <laughs> so I started using it, <laughs> okay. it was still called Sprout Core 2.0. Okay. So it's been a while. But I'm I, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. Um uh it's only like since I'm working on, on on user list that I'm really getting into it and experiencing all parts of it on a regular basis. Yeah. But uh, like I feel like the 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 front end code base is still kind of a kind of a mess <laughs> just because i'm <laughs> i'm constantly learning things <laughs>
0: <laughs> well they they say what is it like every successful startup is built on a a stack of code that every engineer is embarrassed of or something that, like <laughs> <laughs> pithy little quote about that, where it's just like, you you get it started, you have this clean repo, yeah. um everything's gonna be perfectly organized, and then like by the time you're three views in, just like ah, what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. When at some point so reality kicks in and uh, <laughs> <laughs> destroys all your assumptions about how things yeah. are supposed to work. <laughs> uh
0: totally i'm gonna make a note though that a future episode would be interesting to to talk just about text acts um yeah it might be good but i i mean well i think benedict we're about 30 minutes in yep i think this was a good first let's let's kind of halted here for a first episode. What do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. This was a, this was a good start, at least from, from my perspective. I mean, yeah, we see what the <laughs> listeners will say. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> it was super yeah, yeah. boring.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I hope not. So maybe, so next time let's, uh, we can, I'd like to hear a little bit more about, I know what you're up to right now. I'd like to learn a little bit more about how you even got started with uh development um and startups and so maybe we can each share just a little bit about that uh next time around and yeah. a, a short update on what we what we worked on and got
1: done uh over the week what do you think yeah that sounds like a good plan i'd, I'd love to hear more about your backstory <laughs> cool cool all right benedict yep. it's been a pleasure it has been uh talk to you okay.
0: next week Mike. all right see ya